now. How did this fly get in there? Somebody got a fly swatter? Yeah. It was a shot of Prairie Jesus is really what it was. It was. You'd think we, we'd be getting used to it, but it would, we, we never get used to it. We never get tired of good things happen. This life doesn't get old. No. It was a nice little distraction from the real world, and here we are today for a coffee session. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada. Canadian sports fans around the world, welcome to the RP Show. The mics are hot, they tell me. And so are we, Darren Moose DuPont. How you doing over there, Moose? You know, Rod, I'm doing great. New week. Yeah. Back here at Grey Eagle. I love it. Yeah, getting getting back into the swing of things here. And we're ready to talk sports for the next two hours here on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces and 31 states on Game Plus. Uh, yeah, I see people tweeting at us saying, so much to talk about today on the RP Show. Uh, and there is. And we're going to have a lot of fun. Going to tell some stories of our weekend. Our guests today are Jeff Reinbold, the special teams coordinator of the Montreal Alouettes and NFL analyst for Sky Sports in Europe. And also, 10-year pro footballer, Grey Cup champion, Mike Abumeshwick. He'll be joining us in hour two. Before we jump into the quick six show topics, um, I think, I guess what we should do is open up with the uh, photo album. Why not do that? Yeah, good before idea. we tell anybody, because it was such a busy weekend out here in Calgary. Uh, producer Clark, if you don't mind rolling that, or whoever does that back there in the bunker. This was here Saturday night. These photos are in no particular order. This was uh, Pete Paquette, who's become a close friend of mine, Elvis Tribute Show, Saturday night, here, right here in the event center. I'm telling you, the oldies were both in his song set and in the crowd. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Walkers and wheelchairs, as far as the eye could see. And they were bopping to the oldies. Memory lane for those old folks. It uh, really was. You know, I, like, I had a great time in the crowd. And, you know, watching it and, and, and even watching the crowd. They got so emotional. There was tears. Yeah. There was jiving and moving around. It was awesome to see. Uh, Two-hour show plus an intermission. And lo and behold, Sunday morning, I run into Elvis himself, Pete Paquette, in the gym here at the Gray Eagle. And we worked out together and we swapped stories and it was just fantastic. So watch for Paquette Productions, Pete Paquette and his Elvis tribute show coming to your town because they're currently on tour all across North America. Just a super guy. So this is Friday night. This was at the Flames Community Arenas. The U of R Cougars were playing the Mount Royal Cougars. Cougars versus Cougars. It was my alma mater versus my hometown team. How about that? And we see the guy in the middle is Peter Labardius, the ageless Peter Labardius. Darren, and your hair looks fantastic there, by the way. <laughs> Anything you wanted to say about that visit? Uh, no, it was, it was an awesome visit. It was great to uh, catch up with, with Lou, and we had a really good chat. The hockey was awesome. Unfortunately, well, depending on what side you're on. If you're a Calgary fan, it was great because with yeah. a minute five left, they tied it, then they took the lead, and you never know who you're going to run into when you're Flames broadcaster Peter Labardius there at the... Uh, you hogged him, by the way, all night. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Saturday, <laughs> you were busy with your own conversations. Uh, Saturday, we went up to Banff. It's just a short little jaunt. Moose and I went out there for coffee. We watched the Titans-Bengals game. Darren didn't talk all the way home, so Banff, always a great uh, idea. What, 45 minutes west of Calgary was yeah. amazing. Uh, what else do we have? I think that might be it. 
That might, if it is, let me know, guys. Uh, no, what am I talking about? Sunday's watch party at the Shark Club, Deerfoot Meadows. Some of our closest friends. I think this is the last photo, and it's perfect, because we do have one funny story about this before we move on. I uh, just want to say hey to Brock and the crew down there. Ryan, for looking after us. The photo album is brought to you by Great Western Brewing Company, brewed in Saskatchewan, made with premium Saskatchewan ingredients. Original 16s unfiltered for peak flavor. Purchase at a store near you today. Can I just say this before we jump? into the football on the wild football weekend we're sitting there at the bar we're watching the games and I'll, i hear this gal because there were some people that came down for the watch party this gal over my shoulder goes oh my god it's rod peterson i didn't even look back i'm like who's who is playing a, tr- a trick on us right and, she, and moose oh my god i watch you guys every day on game plus network i'm like She's legit. And her boyfriend was there. She'd be in her mid to late 20s, right? She goes, big sports better. I'm a big sports better. So I love you guys. Watch your show every day. And then they went around and she was hugely into that Chiefs-Bills game. Like she had some change on it. You know what I mean? Of course. Who doesn't? But she didn't know that we were having a watch party. She just showed up with her boyfriend. Their regulars there at the Shark Club. And I was somewhat flabbergasted. Yeah. Stuff never, I never get used to that. You never get used to it. Even, you know, it doesn't matter how much it happens. You don't get used to it, but it's fun to see, and it's good to, you know, we had a a couple of viewers, some viewers show up here on Monday, and we didn't know who they were, but they were viewers of the show, and, you know, we we always sometimes think, oh, if you're not commenting on YouTube, we don't, you're not watching the show, you know what I mean? We think everybody that watches the show is writing in, and that's not the case, so it's fun to see and meet some of the people who watch, and we've never met. Well, I appreciate her, I appreciate everybody that came down to the Shark Club, and we'll do it again. All right. Can we, uh, can we hit the quick six show horn? Show topic horn. Thank you, so here we go. To the games. Patrick Mahomes found Travis Kelsey in the end zone early in overtime. And the Kansas City Chiefs rallied to beat the Buffalo Bills 42-36 on Sunday night in a sizzling finish to a wild divisional round weekend. The lead changed hands three times in the final two minutes of regulation before Harrison Butker, who earlier missed a field goal and extra point, drilled a 49-yarder for Kansas City as time expired to force overtime. We can spend two hours on this game alone. Okay, we feel bad for Josh Allen, obviously the Bills quarterback who thought he'd had the game won. But this is all that anybody wants to talk about today, and that is the NFL's overtime rules. So the Chiefs win the coin toss. They get the first possession. They go down the field and score a touchdown. That's how the rule states. Now, if they'd kicked a field goal, the Bills would have had the opportunity to come onto the field and score a touchdown. But, the, but it's, they've changed the rules. How long ago did they tweak that? It's been a few years now. Not long, but not long, long enough. But long enough. And it's not... I thought it would be just Bills fans complaining about the overtime rules. Because anytime any team loses with the current NFL rules, they complain about it. I used to complain about it, but people have convinced me. I've come around to realizing it's a team game. You can play defense. You can stop them. Now, I think the CFL and college football overtime rules are better where the two mini games... Right, You have a chance to play offense and defense. They've tweaked that a little bit over the last couple of years, adding the mandatory two-point converts. But the NFL rule is what the NFL rule is, and it only becomes a problem come playoff time. But the poll question today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center is quite simply, should the NFL change its overtime rules? Capital Auto Mall with dealerships all across the Canadian prairies plus Southern California. Uh, over 80% last I saw saying, yes, they need to change the rules. I'm saying no for the reasons I laid out. 
the NFL is a very smart league, Darren. If they thought there was a problem, they would have changed it. And they haven't to what it is right now. Where, where are you on that? Oh, I don't know because I've been watching a lot of tennis, Rod. And in tennis, you can't lose until you have your serve broken. You know, you got to win by two. So that means when you're on serve, we can keep going back and forth, much like the offenses. And you can't lose until they play better defense, right? And that's the same way in the CFL. It's the same way in college football. It's just not in the NFL. You know, I have a problem with people saying, you know, Josh Allen deserved to win that game. If he deserved to win it, he would have won it. It's not like he got the game taken away from him. He just didn't get the chance at the end to tie it and continue playing in overtime. Um, They've taken the step forward by, by allowing another possession. If it's a field goal, it used to be over on the first points of the game. So that, I think, is the gateway drug, if you, if, if you will. And I think they'll probably change it. And I think they probably should just simply because the entertainment could have continued last night. And that would have been fun to watch. I suppose. Uh, Arlen Bruce III uh, watching today. He writes and he says, Chiefs 49ers in Super Bowl 56 rematch. He's predicting another all-red Super Bowl, which happened two years ago. Carlos watching in Indianapolis says, regarding the poll, the old sudden-death OT rule was fine and simple. If you don't like getting beat by a coin toss, then get a defense and stuff them like a taco time overtime taco. How about that? How about that? We're into it early. That's pretty good. We're into it early. The old rule was if the team that scored first, period. You just score first. Yeah. Field goal, safety, I guess. Whatever. Whoever scored first won. They, they've amended it to you have to score a touchdown. I honestly can't see them changing it, to be honest. I can't. And, and I don't think they, they will. I think they'll Because Bills fans it. are upset? Because the know. Bills are upset? I know. And... Again, you got to make sure you can remove yourself from the situation. You didn't lose because of the coin toss. You just didn't get a chance to tie. You lost because Patrick Mahomes went down the field and scored a touchdown. Tim in Las Vegas is watching. He's a newbie, I see. He says the Chiefs lost to New England on this same silly rule a couple years ago, missing out on the Super Bowl. We KC people are glad we won, but we understand the rule is unfair and it needs to be changed. Now, here's another one from Edmonton, Northside, Northside YEG. He says that Buffalo-Kansas game was probably the best football game I've seen other than that CFL Classic on Canada Day, Saskatchewan versus Montreal, eh? Yeah, I called that one. Can the Canada Day comeback. That's Saskatchewan came back by from 21 points down to beat the Alouettes in a great cup rematch. Here's the one other thing about the overtime. And... You look at the game last night, and especially when you got into the final three minutes, it was zing, zing, zing. It was touchdown, game over. No, no, touchdown the other way. Okay, now it's over. No, field goal. Like, it was back and forth, which feeds into the notion that, okay, we should both get a possession no matter what happens in overtime. But most NFL games aren't like that down the stretch, right? So that's why this rule's in. It's hard to score touchdowns in the National Football League. Last night, it wasn't. You know, in the earlier games, it was tough. There was more field goals, less touchdowns, and the overtime rules would have been fine. But it just happens that you were in a shootout, and it fits. One interesting thing, and we're going to move on to Tom Brady. But it's interesting talking to fans. Ryan, the bartender who was looking after us at Shark Club yesterday, I, it, he had a Colts jersey on, and obviously his team's not in the playoffs. So I said, who are you cheering for? He said, not Tampa. Tom Brady's got enough rings. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. 
you want to see a new champion? I'm still cheering for Tom, but I get it. Some people just want to see a new champion, and this year you're going to because, as the guy brought up the Canada Day comeback, 21 points. Tom's like, we're down 27 to 3. Hold my beer. But... Matthew Stafford threw for 366 yards and two touchdowns and Matt Gay's 30-yard field goal as Tom expired lifted the Los Angeles Rams to a divisional playoff victory over Tom Brady and the defending Buccaneers in Tampa. Tom rallied the Bucs from a 27-3 second-half deficit with help from three L.A. turnovers, tying the game on Leonard Fournette's nine-yard run on fourth and inches with 42 seconds remaining. But the seven-time NFL champion didn't get an opportunity to finish the job. Stafford led the Rams downfield after the ensuing kickoff, using completions of 20 and 44 yards to league receiving leader Cooper Cup to set up Gay's winning field goal. So those were just Sunday's games. But I'm sitting right beside you. Some of our closest friends at the Shark Club, and we were all writing off the Bucks. Even I was. I didn't show it, though. I said, you don't count out Tom. You did. But I'm like, eee. But I, I just, my commentary on that game is simply, the Buccaneers were awful for the first half. They were down 27-3, to taking stupid penalties, undisciplined penalties. Adamic and Sue. So they kind of did give the game away. Go ahead. You know, they did. That game being tied in the final minute is probably exactly what it should have been, right? It wasn't, you know, oh, oh the Rams let them back in it. Oh, you know, the Bucs are terrible. No, the Bucs let the Rams have a big lead, and then the Rams let the Bucs get back into it. And so it's probably where it should have been at the end, and then Matt Stafford made a play that puts him on the map and might define his career. You know, that long pass to Cooper Cup, which ended up setting up the game-winning field goal. You know, I waited all game, and I said to you, Matt Stafford's good for one, turn, one bad mistake. That's going to cost his team every game. He's, he's due for one. It never happened. Nope. The, the snap that went over his head, that's not on Matthew Stafford. The fumble on the one-yard line from Cam Akers, that's not on Matthew Stafford. He played a pretty good football game. And when it mattered, he stepped up. Arlen Bruce still watching the third. He says, I went 4-0 over the weekend on my picks. I'm ready for the big leagues in betting on games. I told you the Titans quarterback couldn't do it. Uh, He did, actually. If you recall, he did. Arlen did say that. Um, I don't mind sprinkling in some comments here. Early on, Taco Time viewer takeover. Adam in Hamilton's watching, he says, the defenses are tired at the end of the game. The team that wins the coin toss has a big advantage based on an arbitrary flip of a round piece of metal. Still, it's better than it used to be. Ryan watching in Saratoga, New York. The reason why fans are clamoring for a new rule is because the team that won has a superstar quarterback. No need to change the rule. Your defense is responsible for stopping the other team. Uh, all kinds of interesting commentary coming in from our viewers today, and I appreciate it. Um, Darren knows how I felt last weekend as I moved to Saturday's games here in the warm-up. Robbie Gould continued his playoff perfection and moved the San Francisco 49ers one step away from their second Super Bowl appearance in three seasons with a 45-year, a 45-yard field goal as time expired for a 13-10 upset of Green Bay on Saturday night. Aaron Rodgers dropped to 0-4 in career playoff matchups against the 49ers. And in Music City, rookie Evan McPherson kicked a 52-yard field goal as time expired, lifting the Cincinnati Bengals past the top-seeded Tennessee Titans. Moose's team, 1916, 
in an AFC divisional playoff game to end the NFL's longest active road playoff skid. The Bengals intercepted the aforementioned Ryan Tannehill three times, setting up two of McPherson's four field goals. Tennessee's Derrick Henry ran for a touchdown and finished with 66 yards. The floor is yours, young man, to describe the bedwetting by the Tennessee Titans Saturday afternoon. Uh, and that's what it was, right? It was a bedwetting, and we've seen that at times this year. You know, the game against Houston, the game against the New York Jets, and I take nothing away from Joe Burrow. I mean, when he throw for 350 yards, but to me, watching that football game, the Bengals didn't really do a lot to win that football game. They took advantage of mistakes. You know, the opening play of the game, if I can script the play, what's going to happen on the opening play of the game. Surely the team watching film all week can do it. They picked off Ryan Tannehill and turned that into a field goal and ends up being really the difference in the football game, you know, the field goals. I don't know that there's a lot of holes on the, on the Tennessee team. A lot of it is mental. A lot of it is in execution. I don't know if Ryan Tannehill's the answer, but outside of getting Aaron Rodgers in free agency, I don't know that there's an answer waiting for you. You know, I don't know that you want to pick up Deshaun Watson. I don't know that that's going to work out. So you're with Ryan Tannehill. You know, the biggest change for me with the Titans, and this is my last point, is that Arthur Smith left to Atlanta and Todd Dowling came in to run the offense. And that seems to be the biggest issue for me is just, you know, the play calling. So that, that to me is, is what was missing was the offensive coordinator and Arthur Smith, who had had a really good rapport with Ryan Tannehill. But super disappointing Saturday, as you know. Coaching, 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 coaching. Getting the uh, goat horns in, in a lot of these losses. And by the way, my prediction is that Tom Brady comes back in Tampa in 2022, but Aaron Rodgers has played his last game in Green Bay. Unfortunately, after the Super Bowl, we're going to have to hear about it for six months. But it is what it is. Uh, Greg S. watching on YouTube, he says, I want to know the stat. How often does the team that wins the coin toss in overtime actually win the game? Is it 50-50? I have no idea. Trent in Norway watching. And I have my Norway flag, but it's in my room. He says, Norway here. This past weekend for the NFL was surprising for entertainment, but, it all, but all the games were exciting. It looks like it'll be a Chiefs-LA Super Bowl. This time, the Rams will be ready. Uh, look, uh, we're just rolling. The, that was the, point, the first point. First and second point, the weekend NFL games. We will be at Super Bowl, and I got to say that I hope the Rams are in it. I think it'll be a lot more exciting in Los Angeles if the Rams are in the Super Bowl. Yes. You dig? Oh, yeah. When we come back, we'll look at the conference championship matchups, the bet regal odds. The NHL from Sunday, I'm putting that off a little bit, at least until we come back in the second segment. We got some CFL news to discuss, and uh, the ECHL suspending Jacob Panetta. For a racial incident, he has defended himself. He's been cut by his team. Hey, more hockey talk. Uh, well, some hockey talk when we come back because we haven't had any yet. You're watching the RP Show. This has been the warm-up on Game Plus Television Network. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're also live on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.